0: Welcome to the Locking Castle Church podcast. This Sunday morning teaching was given as part of the Fruitfulness on the Frontline series. So we've learned about our Frontline. This is the last in our series. It's not an M, by the way. It is the journey on. So we've done all the M's. uh, and he uh, finished off with a me- being a messenger. And now this is the journey on. So whether we are at the school gate, at college, or at the, bu- uh, at the till buying food, we have an opportunity as followers of Jesus to make a difference. And we can make this difference through our words and deeds being transformed by the Spirit to be his hands and his feet. Every one of us has a part to play in this. Yeah? Every single one of us. We heard that from Andy. It's not little old me, all right? Or middle, uh, little middle-aged me. Well, I'm not a little a bit, I'm a bit beyond middle-aged now. But the thing is, it doesn't matter doesn't matter we all have a part to play in this doesn't matter how old or young we are we're all ministers of god's grace to the world every single one of us is a minister do you know when i was um, being interviewed to being a minister because i applied to be a baptist minister they actually um, queried um, that i wasn't baptist enough so i I did say to them, isn't being a follower of jesus enough then and they 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 kind of balked at that question they they did balk at that question and it took me a while to uh, to persuade them enough that i was baptist enough i squeaked past that one because it doesn't matter actually oh i could get in trouble saying that it's not it doesn't matter Guys, it doesn't matter that I haven't lit the wreath. Oh. It doesn't. Oh. But if you just kind of think of that, the world hasn't ended that I haven't lit that or I haven't got someone to light it. Controversial, I know. Oh, I could be struck off now just because I've done that no I will light it just for the sake of doing it but I did literally forget I'm sorry about that I did literally forget it's behind me it's out of my eyesight sorry okay so confession is good for the soul I did forget but it has actually worked really quite nicely into this never take a wasted opportunity hey so we're, <laughs> thank you you see we're all ministers every single one of us is a minister the world is desperate to know its identity and purpose and we've got it but sometimes we forget it we forget who we are we forget who, uh, what our purpose is so the opening verses to our passage encourage us to journey on to continue to live in him to be rooted and built up on him to grow deeper and build higher to bring him glory and through the strength that our faith gives and to be thankful in all we do Now I wish I could stop there. Thanks, Mark, for carrying on with that that passage. I think this is the longest passage to kind of be preaching on from this this, uh, letter to the Colossians. I wish I could just stop there on the verses 6 and 7 and just uh, forget the rest. Because the rest is rather tricky. It challenges us. And it challenges us as a church. And what does our front line look like as a church? We've to- talked about our individual front lines, but as a church, what is our front line as our church? What does this organism look like? I say organism, because we're not an organization. We are a body. We are a body of his believers. He is the head, and the only head we need. Yeah? The only hierarchy we need is Jesus. In whom the whole body, supported and held together by its ligaments and sinews, grow as God causes it to grow. But Paul warns us that we can become disconnected from our head. Losing our connection due to the distractions of human traditions and religious restrictions. We can get distracted. Now, now, we have this other little distraction. Yes, you know this little distraction? Do you know, I, I am really quite concerned of how distracting this can be. Because can you remember a time, I, I know some of the uh, young people here cannot remember a time without these, but we can. And we used to be bored, didn't we? <gasps> boredom. Boredom was the element to creativity. It was the former. Um, yeah. You see, when we got bored, we ended up kind of working out and doing something like maybe learning an instrument or trying something new and stuff like that. These little things distract us from that because we just go, oh, they're not saying anything. I'm going to get my phone out and I'm going to just start scrolling. I'm not going to be, I'm not just going to observe. The amount of times I've walked in uh, to the youth and they're, they're all in a circle, all with their phones out, not communicating with each other, but messaging each other over it. Have we, you know, we are in danger of losing the ability to actually communicate to each other face to face. These are a distraction. But the thing is, our human traditions can be a distraction that can be a distraction Ooh, challenging i'm just kind of repeating what paul says here so he warns us against deceptive philosophies Irrelevant practices, empty promises, and false purity. All through these sections, he is going, this isn't it. Jesus alone can save. Lighting those candles is not going to save me. It's not going to save you. It's a tool it's a way of guiding us but that cannot be it okay are you getting you getting my understanding on this so this uh, forgetting this has actually helped under you know kind of encapsulate this you see paul calls these things the elemental spiritual forces of this world now You could interpret this being the gods of air, earth, fire, and water. Maybe some of the Greek gods or Roman gods, which had those kind of elements to it. Or they can be authorities and powers that pull the strings behind the scenes of governments and organizations. But verse 20 gives us the answer they are rules. worldly hence the elemental element to this of air earth fire and water they are worldly ideas about religion and try to pass them off as the truth these traditions and philosophies that are set they set themselves up in addition or an alternative way of salvation did you know on the first week of advent we didn't have a wreath we didn't have any candles we didn't but the world did not end (gasps) now i'm not making light of this these things help us and to help pave the way but the thing is salvation isn't in that You see Paul was writing to the Colossians because there was teachers coming in interfering teachers that uh, that felt these gentiles needed to keep more of the law circumcision keep special days eating certain foods and they were infiltrating the church and I've been in a church where that happened I was in a church where wrong doctrine, some strange doctrine came in. And if you came against it, you were called all kinds of names. It ripped the church apart because they were, they were saying that there was another way to salvation. I nearly lost my faith over that. I fought it it was hard work but we came through there is no other way that we can be saved and that is through the blood of Jesus Jesus alone that's why he keeps on throughout this whole letter keeping pointing to Jesus as the only way That we can do this. In the same way, we can get ourselves emboldened concerns that keep us busy and do not enable us to engage in mission. As Christians today, we may be enticed by the ideas of checking the boxes, earning favor with God, keeping up appearances keeping these special days, getting distracted by things or rituals that in themselves cannot save us. These things are only tools. They to serve us, not become it. Because if they become the only thing, we miss the point. We enslave ourselves to the way we've always done it and we miss the opportunity because by having that kind of mentality that we've always done it this way it makes us irrelevant in reaching the world around us because it's insanity doing the same thing time and time again expecting a different result that's just insanity paul throughout his letters really does say that jesus is the only way we cannot add we cannot take away jesus is the answer which is really really quite annoying in sunday school and stuff like that because jesus is always the answer So in preparation, I'm warning you, church, that our front line is our Christmas services, okay? That's the time when the community come in. Now we are going to use the story or the parable of the lion, the witch. And the wardrobe. Okay? It's going to be different this year. And it's going to be okay. Right? It's going to be okay. This is my birthday present from my wife. Who knitted this slaved away and knitted this for me. So, to keep me warm. All right, so this is really cool. <laughs> now, she want, uh, I did want to have a jumper instead, what says always winter and never Christmas, because I'm not a great fan of Christmas. Okay? I'm not a great fan of Christmas. But I still do it. <laughs> Okay, But this year, right, this year, we're going to be doing something a little bit different, okay? Now, C.S. Lewis, who wrote the Chronicles of Narnia, these seven books, have really transformed my life and my understanding of my faith. He was an atheist, and he turned to Christ. He was the most reluctant um, convert in all of, or the most miserable convert in all of England because he had to go, yeah, it makes sense. Oh, (laughs) yeah, this following this Jesus. And he says that, that many people have made an assumption, many people have made an assumption about Christianity and kind of consider it irrelevant. Now, it's no amount of arguing Or trying to persuade them will change their minds so he says you've got to surprise them out of their complacency so this year we're going to be a bit of a surprise to those ones who are coming along now we're still going to have carols don't worry about that there's still elements of tradition i will light this now just to kind of make sure there will be elements of tradition So there's going to be elements of tradition. We still have cows, we've still got sticky sa- sausages. All right? so we go. And we're having a midnight communion that will be there will be elements of tradition, but not all of it. OK? Now it may work. We put a lot of hard work in uh, Dave and uh, Monty put, put together our uh, Aslan on the front there. OK, so there were great.) We have a team put all this together here as well. Yeah, it, it, there's been a lot of effort gone into this, okay? And the th- thing is that it may work and it may not, but are you going to join with me and just kind of uh, make this work? I, I know it's going to be a bit different, but it's going to be okay, right? The world is not going to end because we didn't do a traditional Christmas. We will have elements of uh, uh, traditional uh, Christmas things. But the thing is, it may not be the story we know that well, but come and see. Come and check it out. We had our film night. You you were the first time to kind of actually engage, wasn't it, Paul? Yeah? So, So, yeah, first time. So come and see what it's all about. And you will see the comparisons of the gospel. You will see the truth in it. Because it points to Jesus. It's worth giving it a try if it's going to shake someone out of their complacency. So invite your neighbors. Invite your friends. Invite your family. There's flyers at the back you can give out. There's loads of them. I bought too many. <laughs> right there's loads of them out there but the thing is if it means that one person can connect in a new way and go deeper and ask questions isn't it worth it just to try something a little bit different yeah it's going to be okay might lead us to a new understanding and appreciation of our glorious gospel which can be better packaged in many different ways in how we connect with. Tradition has its purpose, but don't let tradition distract or steal away what it is about the real thing, which is Jesus and his salvation, where he born the cross for us. He has given us our fullness. He has given us forgiveness. (laughs) he has given us such grace and joy so stay warm with me under my blanket this christmas okay and see what the lord can do or what he can take us into the new year amen shall we pray so father We thank you for our front lines. We thank you for the front line of this church, which is these coming uh, services. Lord, we pray now that you will draw the community in, draw our friends, our family, our neighbors, and let them hear the gospel in a different way, which may just wake them up out of their complacency. And Lord, help them engage Help us to engage. Help us to enjoy the magic of Christmas, the wonder of Christmas, of when you sent your son into this world who one day gave his life on the cross for us. We thank you, Lord. Bless us, we pray. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to find out more about Locking Castle Church, please visit our website at lockingcastlechurch.org.